0: Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then, Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need. So subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM, or go to www.simonesalmon.com I'm Psychic Medium Simone, and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. Episode 12, My Interview with Roland Comtois. Our brilliant presenter this evening is Roland Comtois. Roland is a sought-after TV and radio personality, channel, and best-selling lecturer whose personal appearances and channeled messages for the soul presentations take him throughout the United States and Europe. Roland has earned a devoted following among hundreds of thousands of clients from all over the world of all ages and from all walks of life who regularly seek his spiritual counsel during healing sessions, special events, group workshops, and book signings. Roland first realized his life's calling at the age of 10 with an unforgettable otherworldly visit from his departed grandmother and a trio of angels, soon after she passed away. It was just one of many life-changing events that guided him on his preordained journey as a spiritual medium. From that day forward, intuitive visions, angelic visits, and heavenly encounters became everyday occurrences for Roland, encouraging him to use his gift of healing for the benefit of others. Roland began his professional career in healing as a gerontology nurse, where he ministered to persons nearing the end of their journey on earth. Blessed with abundant spiritual compassion and unwavering faith, Roland ably assisted the parting souls with their transition to the other side, further clarifying his role as a spiritual healer. Subsequent studies in the art of Reiki combined with his hands-on expertise in personal channeling for a growing clientele resulted in Roland opening his Hands of Light Reiki Center in Harmony, Rhode Island, expanding to the Center for Inner Harmony and founding the Inspiration Foundation. Roland's messages include his unique purple papers, handwritten messages that come to him throughout the day and night, which Roland carries with him to every presentation in hopes of personally delivering them to the persons they were meant for. These papers, some date, dating back to 2005, chronicle life-changing events through pre-recorded words and illustrations and are one of the most powerful indications that spirit communications exists and love never dies. Through his Inspiration Foundation, founded to inspire and empower others through love and compassion, Roland offers clients, old and new, the opportunity to join him in a complimentary evening of spiritually guided topics during special presentations at convenient locations throughout the East Coast. In addition, he offers messages of hope and support through monthly Beyond the Veil internet broadcasts and online, I believe, newsletters, as well as frequent Twitter postings and YouTube videos. Roland is the author of several books, including And Then There Was Heaven, A Journey of Hope and Love, and 16 Minutes, A Guidebook for Grief, and is working on his third and fourth books, A Date with Destiny, Learn How One Man's Near-Death Experience Teaches Us Messages for Life, and The Purple Papers, documenting the stories behind his amazing purple paper messages, and also a TV show of the same name. Roland, welcome. I am thrilled to have you on tonight's call. Thank you so much for joining in.
1: Well, I am delighted to be here with you and certainly all your listeners, and thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Oh, oh, Everyone is, I'm sure, just been waiting for this call. I have so many people on the phone and Skyping in and on the webcast. So this <laughs> is going to be really, really just super, just interesting and super. Mm. So, Roland, I always begin every conversation with asking my guests when it was that they first knew for sure that they had these special gifts that could help others and, you know, seeing spirits or psychic phenomena. And I see from your bio you said that you first encountered your gifts at age 10. Can you share a little bit about that?
1: Certainly. Um, I was uh, 10 years old and my grandmother, Isabel Jenny had passed away from a broken heart. My grandfather had passed away a few months before her And she lived her last three months trying to figure out what to do with her life. And in the last three months, she visited every one of her kids and talked to us and guided us and loved us. And shortly after our last visit, she passed away. And three days after she was gone, she was standing in my bedroom. I saw these magnificent and radiant, angelic beings around her. I was 10 years old. I wasn't afraid. It was my grandmother. And... Somehow in that moment, I understood that we lived on, that love lives on, that the connections we make remain. And I started talking about that at 10 and 17 and now 50-something. I've been talking about it my whole life, that love is eternal.
0: Okay. Now, did you grow up with parents that were also welcoming and you know knew about metaphysics and were open to the metaphysical world?
1: Well you know the truth is no. My father left when I was 10 years old around that same time and my mother you know did the best that she could and did an amazing job with my sister and I. It really wasn't until my mother's 67th day before she passed away that she came into this realization that love is eternal. Up until then, she was trying to figure it out and trying to understand it, and she was loving me because I was her son and trying to come into her own understanding, but it really wasn't until she was dying that she came to understand the message that I've been talking about my entire life.
0: Now, I know that your mom just passed, and I'm sorry for your loss. I know that, you know, you truly loved that woman beyond belief and she Mm -hmm. passed and and you wrote a book I believe um, 16 minutes correct
1: yeah that's right it it was inspired by believe it or not it was inspired by her Mm -hmm. 16 minutes after she passed away she passed at Mm 216 and 16 minutes later I saw this golden hue of light I felt it inside and and I,
2: I—it's like
1: I heard her say, "I believe you. Write about it. Tell people to talk about it. Tell people to share it. Tell them what you know. It's time that we talk about it." And that's how it all started. Mm. Wow! It was—it it was quite profound. I must tell you that, you know, here I am, a grieving son at fifty years old, and there's my mother giving me orders from heaven already. You know, kind of. Kind of bossing me around, telling me what I needed to do next, and, and it, you know, and it, it was all—it was all because she wanted others to understand that love remains, and if we hold on to our inner truth, as you said in the beginning, something happens. We we, we spark, we shine, we see the divine moments in our
0: lives.
2: Mm.
0: Yes, and and it's so unfortunate that. We have to come to, a, a lot of us come to that point where it's either in true loss or, grievous, you know, grievous pain. You know, we're we're in a lot of pain before you recognize how important spirit and love is for everything.
1: Yeah, and I think having conversations like we're having right now gives give the person an opportunity to explore that before the pain comes and before loss yeah. comes. Right? Mm -hmm. Because if you have that understanding now, if you understand the totality of the experience and the relationship and the love and the energy and that it lives on, that when you're in a painful moment or that when you're in loss, you have something to support you through that process.
2: Yes. Yes. You
0: know. So, let's let's talk about miracles because Here's what I find interesting with the work that you do. You are able to connect to a world that most of us are unable to physically, emotionally, uh, psychically experience. You are you connect with that world on a daily, probably by the minute basis. Sometimes, how does that? How does connecting to spirit in that way help? with connecting to miracles? Because I know that a lot of people are on the call listening and I'm sure wanting to ask questions about loved ones or people who have passed on. What What is it about getting messages from beyond that creates miracles for people?
1: Well, I think the miracle in the connection is that it teaches us how to live completely in the moment. It teaches us how to be present right here, right now, to feel that love, to experience that energy. Um, I've seen a million miracles when it comes to channeling messages, but what's most profound to me is that when someone is getting their message, they become entangled in that beautiful light, and it somehow brings them peace, and then peace becomes their mantra, then peace becomes... their their cloaked energies and it becomes very powerful. So it's not just about the message, it's about what the message does. It's about the healing that the message brings. It's Mm. about the expansion that the message brings. So there are miracles, Simone, around every single corner when it comes to getting those sacred, personal, private, channeled messages. Yes. You know, it's It's a powerful it's a powerful tool for healing. It's a powerful tool to foster new beginnings within ourselves. And that's what the messages do. It, it opens up the channel. It expands where we are. It allows us to see the miracles of life again. Because I believe, like you believe, that when I'm standing here right now talking to you, my life is full of miracles, despite my grief, despite my obstacles, right here there's a miracle. The miracle is my mother is with me, God is with me, spirit is with me, angels are with me, that I'm not alone on that journey.
0: Yes, you're absolutely right. And here's the thing. You and I understand that, but there are so many of us who um, for some reason the, the ability to to experience miracles, it's just, it's just not second nature for them. They
2: mm-hmm. feel as
0: if it's outside of them. They feel it's something that they have to do something impossible to get, you know, connected with that energy. What, how, What is the best way that you would share with everyone listening today and in the future for connecting to miracles? Because it's really a very simple experience to have.
1: You know, I I agree that it's simple, and I think sometimes our own thoughts and our anxieties and our restlessness and our doubt get in the way. And if we can acknowledge that those feelings may be there and, and kind of just acknowledge they're present and then move forward or towards that place where peace is. For example, if you just kind of, if we all just got quiet for a minute, like right here. If everybody who's part of the summit right now all got quiet for one minute, found that spark of peace, found that energy within ourselves, just got really quiet, I think that quietness, that peacefulness, that serenity would lead us to the miracle. You know, it's one leading the other, one guiding the other, but it does require you to be silent and still and in the quietness and in the loving energy that comes with that mir- miraculous moment. You know what I mean, Simone? It, it's so powerful to me that when mm-hmm. we get right here, right now, all of us together, and individually and collectively, if we stay present right here into that, get into that quiet space, when we open our eyes, the miracle is right there. The yes. miracle is right there. Yes. I get so emotional about this stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: no, I, listen. I, I, you and I are on the same wavelength because for me, I, I, I always say this: if, if we could just understand the miracle that we see in the mirror daily, the human body is a miracle in itself. Yes, You know, the fact that we can breathe, we can speak, we can hear, we can feel, we can create, those are fantastic miracles. And I think if, if you get to the point where you can appreciate those miracles, you will see the other miracles that are constantly around you. How do you feel about that?
1: I I totally agree. You know, one of the interesting things, in nursing school, no one ever said to me, Roland, you've got an energetic body. Roland, you have chakras. Roland, there are angels around you. No one ever said that in nursing school. We addressed what we knew physical. Uh, We live in a physical world. We can touch the things. We can see the things that are in our lives. But when we stop, and we quiet down, and I'm not talking about an hour, I'm talking about a 60, I call it the 60-second spiritual workout. Shut your eyes for 60 seconds, quiet down for 60 seconds, and when you open your eyes again, you will see the miracle. You will, see, you will be able to actually see beyond the physical body right We're more than just the physical if you rubbed your hands together, you would feel energy in your hands yes. if you rubbed them really fast together, so we're more than just that physical experience. there's this whole world of energy to to embrace as well
0: We'll be right back after the break y- yes, you're absolutely right and and that you know leads into another segue where a lot a lot of us and i know that I was in this this group where I thought that, you know, by getting a reading or, or listening to someone who practices as a practitioner, like, that was the only way for me to connect with that energy. But really and truly, everyone can connect. Everyone can connect to that energy. It, it is not elusive to, you know, to those of us who seek guidance and help from others. It's there. It's there for everyone to tap into, correct?
1: It's there. It's waiting. It's willing. The one thing you have to do is you have to allow it to be present with you. You've got to be there. You've got to be awake. You've got to be alive. You've got to see its energy. And you do that by, you know, getting out of the way, mentally, emotionally for a moment or two, and then walk into that miracle. And and on another point, when I'm presenting to the audiences of people that I meet, I say to them, come on, do you really think all of your loved ones have come to my house to talk to me about you? No. They're talking to you directly. My job in life is to get you to see that those little signals, those little signs, those little moments are divinely orchestrated miracles to give you the strength and the courage to walk through whatever you have to walk through. So it's there. It's really there. And it does require effort, but it's there.
0: What What do you think? What, what do you think are some of the
2: key,
0: what is the word? The key blocks that prevent people from actually tapping into miracles. I mean, the way that you just described it is is as simplistic as I have heard it. What prevents people from actually being able to tap into it?
1: Well, I'm convinced that we, we, our humane, human community believes Some of us believe not me but some people believe that the miracle is separate from them and you've mentioned this already that you know that a miracle is is an entity far beyond our grasp only for those that are privileged or only for those you know that can afford it but in fact it's not the case once we realize that we are not separate from that energy then we begin to realize that when that flower grows from the garden, it's a miracle. We begin to realize when it finally rains on a barren land, it's a miracle. When when um, I feel peace inside about my grief and loss, it's a miracle. You know, so it's right there. It's right there as long as we get out of our our head, our doubt, our despair. Our anguish, our grief, um, naysayers, you know, people say, no, it doesn't exist for you. You know, you're going to step away from those people, stand in your own truth, and realize that you are not separate from that miraculous moment that's waiting for you. Yes. I get all charged up about this, Simone. You know? I. I <laughs> I'm with you on this. I, and I can, I can this. talk, man. I, I can talk. You know, I can talk. <laughs> I was so charged up about it. Um, you know, because, I, you know, people think that because of what I do, there's something special about me. But, in fact, all of us hold within us a special, divine, beautiful quality. It's in us. And your job is to see it within yourself, not me. I can't see it for you. You have to see it for yourself.
0: that That was perfectly said yes, and and that's that's exactly what I was trying to say before. It's you know everyone thinks that it's just this thing that's outside, like, "Oh, I just hope this happens. I wish this can happen. I, you know I need a change any but it, it's just just switching to a different mindset, and yeah. Yeah, it it really is. It's just switching switching into a a different frame of mind and you know, understanding that you can connect. hmm
1: You you know, if you're sitting if you're walking down the, into the park and there's a beautiful garden, the trees, beautiful pine trees line the walkway, magnificent rocks and the sun is shining, and there's a very large park bench and there's a sign. One side of the park bench says fear, and the other side of the park bench says peace, which one should you choose?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to choose and sit where it's peaceful.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: you have to make an effort, you have to walk the journey, and you have to recognize that you have the opportunity, just like everybody has the opportunity, to make a, a spiritual connection uh, to that energy, to those miracles that exist.
0: Yes. Rowan, you say that we can connect with our heart on a daily basis. What do you mean? How 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 do we connect with our heart on a daily basis?
1: You know, I don't get out of I don't leave my room, my bedroom, until my hands are are over my heart center, my heart chakra. I close my eyes. I put my hands there. I recognize that I am here. I am now. I am present. I am aware I feel my breath I feel the peace I acknowledge the energy that I feel and I get up and I start my day and throughout the day when I'm feeling stressed or restless or anxious uh, I stop I put my hands on my heart I take a deep breath in I count to 60 I feel the presence of energy and I recognize that through the miracle of that moment I'm okay And before I go to sleep, I do the same thing. I do these things to remind me, yes, that I'm physical, but I have the power within me. The power to make, actually the power to find the miracle lies within me. I am completely encapsulated in the miracle. And once I get quiet and I'm breathing and I'm feeling my heart center and I know that I'm here, the miracle... Is going to be standing there the miracle is going to be sitting there it's going to be there for you oh man you know i have a feeling right now that it's here so yeah i feel it right now simone forget about five minutes from now forget about what we've just said i feel it right now i feel it there's this
2: palpable physical
1: thing that goes on inside when that miracle is making its way to you. And it's it's like a shift in your heart almost. Don't you feel it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like something's happening right now. So if everyone who can hear my voice and feel this energy right now, the power to shift from disbelief to belief, from uh, fear to peace is in you right now. The power is in you right now. You know, it's, it, I know this is crazy, but it, man, it's not crazy. It's the world I live in. It's like we're surrounded by an army of angels or something, or this beautiful energy is vibrating around us. And what we come to realize is that when we open our eyes and we look, we see, we realize that we're communicating with our heart, we realize that the miracle is right there. It's right here, right here, right now.
0: Yes. I felt that go right all the way through my toes, from, the, from my mm. heart all the way down to my toes. I really felt that. I felt I, that. I'm like feeling it, really too. It. Yeah. That, that's I'm amazing. It. It's amazing. Roland, how can we be miracles? How can we ourselves be miracles? Because you say that we, we, are, we are miracles. How can we be miracles in the world? How can we go out and and help others and show others what miracles are and how we can be a miracle?
1: You know how we, our first priority is to stand in our own truth. Yes. To stand in our truth. My daughter came home one day, she's 21, and she said Dad, she was crying, and she didn't know what to do and she couldn't figure out what her life was gonna be like and she was sad and she couldn't see her miracles and she couldn't figure out her life. And she cried and cried and she's in the middle of psychology college and, 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 and doing her studies and she said, Dad, I don't know, I don't feel it. What am I supposed to do? And I looked at her and I said, Caitlin, you are supposed to do what makes your heart sing. If you do that right now, your life will be the miracle. Yes. it's in us right it's in us to, as we live our truth and we speak our truth and we become that truth and if that truth is connected to that divine loving energy then we become the miracle for the next person who needs help and then the next person and then we become the recipient of someone's kindness and generosity and then before you know it incredible things are going
0: on at that particular moment yes but why are we so afraid to stand in our truth role? And I, it's the most amazing thing because I know for a long time I was afraid to stand in my own truth. But why, why is it that we are so afraid to, to, to be who we are supposed to be? When we hear that, that thing in our head, that, that intuition saying, no, don't do that, or yes, this is what you should do, why don't we follow it? What is it that prevents us from doing it? Well, we're,
1: we're, we're, when we spend time listening to other people, other situations, other circumstances, and we don't, and we don't trust that what we're really feeling is this. We're afraid to be disappointed. We're afraid that we're going to disappoint someone else. But we got to get away from that place because I think that when we stand in our truth, this, the inner part of you begins to shine. You begin to radiate this beautiful light of compassion, this energy, right? And I think something changes. But listen, people have said to me, hey, you can't do that. You're crazy. You're this, you're that. I mean, you cannot buy those things. Those are the people who don't understand at this particular time. But it is your job to be in the church. It is so important. It's one of the most important things to do.
0: Yes, yes. And and And... And once you get over the fear of doing it, everything falls into place. Once you, once you step into it, everything falls into place. You, you get every, it's so serendipitous. It's, it's amazing how everything just naturally flows and you feel more powerful. You feel empowered. You feel inspired. You, it, it's just the, the energy is just so different.
1: It is. you. Once you surrender, and surrender to me is a word of releasing fear. That's what surrender is to me. Once you surrender and step into your truth,
2: um,
1: life becomes, it starts to fit in. You start to feel okay. You start to feel uplifted. And yes, you may have a, an obstacle here and there, or you may have some turmoil now and then, But that's okay because Mm -hmm. each of those experiences, the obstacle, the turmoil, the challenge, is all there because it is specific for your growth. It's there to teach you something. It's there to inspire you. It's there to encourage you. It's there to cloak you in courage. You know, all of those things happen because we're growing and learning and expanding as we live our day-to-day lives.
0: Yes. Yes. And even if it's, even if it's a terrible thing that you're going through, because a lot of the times we, we do go through terrible things. You know, things like oh. losing a job, losing a loved one, uh, you, you, you think of it, we, we go through it. It is a part of our growth. It's a part of the journey. And if we could just understand that and allow it to happen and, and get the, the, uh, the lesson we're supposed to learn from it, everything is is just easier. Don't you agree?
1: I do. It starts to clear up. The pathway starts to open up. You know, I think about my father left when we were 10 years old, when I was 10 years old, and that was an ache and a pain for a very long time. But when I understood why and I understood the journey, the pain disappeared. So, as we address the obstacle, the turmoil, the restlessness, and we come to learn from it, it no longer offers us the same kind of discomfort actually it it kind of heightens our awareness to what the next step is and, and maybe we should go from here I'm, yeah. I'm I'm convinced I'm so convinced that the obstacles are our teachers there there are sages in some way you know the' yeah. the ancient they're the ancient mystics who say. Okay, but learn this lesson now, and then take mm. the next step. Wow. You know Khalil Gibran says it best when he speaks of the teacher and the student, and he said that the teacher um, he said the teacher takes the student to the threshold of their own mind. Mm. Each experience takes me to the threshold of my own understanding, so that I can be better. At being me if I'm good and better at being me the world around me is easier to navigate actually it's easier to see through the obstacles and the difficulties that exist it's the whole part of the story and if you can't really see the miracle in that then you don't see miracles because yeah. there is a beautiful miracle in that on, oh, wouldn't you think
0: yes definitely yes yeah. That's you know this is what I I constantly am saying is you have to, for me I think the more you appreciate just the the upfront in your face miracles the easier the other miracles slip into your life the it, it's it's just that it's it's just that simple I, I don't know how else to explain it you have to be able to appreciate the miracles that exist already in your life, even if it's the rose that's growing in the garden, appreciate that rose. Just think about the miracle of the rose blossoming and blooming for you to see. That is in itself a miracle. If you can appreciate that, imagine what other miracles you you can appreciate.
1: And the energy of appreciation is contagious. The yes. energy of appreciation moves mountains. It changes your, your disposition and it changes the way you see things. It's a very powerful antidote to move you past the obstacle. It does something for you. It's, it's a powerful tool uh, for moving forward. Can I share yes. a little story with you?
0: Please, yes.
1: So about 18, 17, 18 years ago, I was working as a legislative outreach coordinator as a nurse was the, the job I did not like at all. But I was there, I had a little girl, I was you know, making a living doing my thing and then all of a sudden I'm in my office and I, and I write about this in my first book and I, and I hear this voice in my head say, it's time to quit your job. And I said, oh, I was talking to myself in my office. My coworkers must have thought I was as crazy as could be, but I'm saying, no, I can't, I'm saying, no, I can't quit my job. And, and, the, and I'm talking back and forth to the voices in my office. But nevertheless, I came to the end of the conversation, and I said, oh, I'm going to quit my job. So I went to my boss, and I said, I don't know why, but I'm giving you my two-week notice. She said, where are you going? I said, I have no idea, but I know that this moment is a miracle. I know that if I feel it this strong and I hear it this strongly, then I must be, I am being led to something, right?
2: Mm -hmm. I left my
1: office. I opened up that Hands of Light Reiki Center that you mentioned in my bio, and a thousand things have happened since then. But you know what really happened since then? What happened since then is that I have an opportunity to be with you, Simone.
2: (laughs) That's the power
1: of that miracle 17 years ago. I had no idea that it would lead me here, but it knew that it would lead me here. It knew that it would lead me on my journey. And if I have the courage to follow that, and if your listeners and our listeners have the courage to follow that inner wisdom, that inner connection, oh my God, it would be amazing.
0: And I said to you, Roland, when I I reached out to you for the summit, I said I know you. I don't know why I know you or how I know you, but I know you. And I have never met you before, but my spirit knows you. And I don't. I have no idea how we we know each other, but we know yes. each other.
1: I I agree with you. And you know what? To me, it doesn't matter how, because the only thing that matters is that it does exist. Yes. That it yes. is here, you know. You know, if we've had past lives together, if that's what you believe or don't believe, it. It to me, it doesn't matter. What matters is that in this moment, it's a familiar, recognizable energy, and I love yeah. that. I love those kind yeah. of moments. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: I love those <laughs> moments, and you know, you don't have them all the time. But when they come, they're powerful.
0: Yes. Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your voice messages and your emails. Thanks again. This is Psychic Medium Simone and you've been listening to Messages from the Other Side.